the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 313 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. That's right. We're calling this one 10. I know the season's almost over. What? Yeah, really. As we're jumping from tournament to tournament, from wild times to wild times, what? The playoff race is is hot, and we're in the middle of it. And we've got a chance to still take top in the West, and we've got 10 games to get the job done. Yeah, that's right. 10 games remain. That means we get to talk magic numbers. Bam's got that all hooked up for you tonight. We're going to talk the match ahead. We're going to talk about the glorious match we just won. We're going to slough our, you know, the dust off of the last game that we had lost because forget it. We got to move forward. It's time to worry about the domestic game. That's right. Another run for the playoffs. Well, we got to get good seating, got to make it happen. So we will be here to cover that with all of you. Of course, to make it happen, we've got Bam, we've got Tony, and we've got Araceli. Araceli, how are you doing tonight? Actually doing fairly well. It's been an easy week, a quote unquote easy week work wise. So I've just been having a lot of chance to, you know, catch up on some much needed rest and just basically really trying to survive this heat wave that we've been having for the last couple of days because this heat is no joke over here. It's just been so muggy and miserable. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a difference. And of course, over here we had the uh, the hurrah drizzle and uh, subsequent earthquake. So it was an interesting time, of course. Um, just so everybody from here knows that wasn't really a hurricane. Maybe for Mexico it was, but for us, if you think that's what a hurricane is, I, yeah, stay away from them. Uh, <laughs> pretty wild. Uh, Tony, how are you doing? How are you recovering after that amazing performance in the North End? I'm tired. Uh Things are finally catching up with me, and I feel like we got our three points and got the hell out of there, and now I'm looking forward to Charlotte and then the chaos that ensues on next weekend. Yes, madness, chaos, rumor, all that fun stuff. But that's then, and the only guys that really have to worry about that now is, you know, the FO and uh, getting all that ticket stuff. I could only imagine. Prayers to all of you guys. I know you're putting in the work for the next two matches because – yeah, talk about back-to-back home matches. I mean, it's it's Miami and Carson, so nonstop work for you guys, that's for sure. Uh, but we got to get there first. And there's still a few games to get out of the way before that happens. But uh, yeah, big important game, of course, this weekend as we face Charlotte on the on the turf um, should be interesting, and we will preview that properly. Of course, Bam, how are you doing, man? I'm doing all right. It's a beautiful sunny uh, winter's day here, so going to spring. Can't wait to get the heat back going on. Um, yeah, just living life as I can. There we go. One step forward every day. Um, and as you see, it's already, what, late August? I don't know where this year went. Uh, <laughs> late in the season. Yeah, it's on, guys. It's real now. All right. Before we can get into that and talk about magic numbers, let's talk about the match last night uh, featuring a lot of new faces, or at least kind of new faces. Another debut we got to experience um goal scoring galore domination of a side a referee that decided that he would referee the score rather than the actual match in front of him uh interesting times and a goal of the year that that wasn't so let's get into it of course lineups for this match 
again, a little bit different, uh, but not too different. You know how we are. Uh, of course, we go to the 4-3-3 like we always do. McCarthy was in goal. This time we had Chiellini and Long as your center backs. Uh, Palencia playing right back where he should be. And what? Hollingshead playing left back? Yeah, Hollingshead was at left back, of course. Um, Chiki is out for personal reasons right now. We pray for him. Hope he's doing okay. Of course, we don't know what's going on, and that should be fine. Um, privacy was was requested, and privacy will be respected. Uh, but we just hope he's okay, and we hope his family is okay, and then we'll get him back in the lineup soon. Uh, but Hollingshead, of course, got to play his old role, um, the one he probably should have played against Monterrey if we were going to shift around. But hey, that's life. Uh, in midfield, we had Sanchez, Tillman, and Bogush. What? Acosta got a rest? Yeah, Acosta got a rest finally. Um, and these guys get the run out. Vela, Gonzalez, and Buanga up top. So finally, the, the dream three, the money three, right? Um, the, 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 the highly vaunted three, like the one that we wanted to see here. This is their first real match where it's against MLS competition and they're, they're going at it. Now, Colorado on the other end of it, of course, we know how much they've been struggling this year where their leading scorer is a center back with two goals. Uh, went defensive. What a shock um, in a way. And everybody's like, what do you mean defensive? They had three backs. Yeah, they had three backs, but they also had a collapsing midfield, right? Um, so they had Maxo, Wilson, and Abu Bakar staying at home the whole time. You had uh, Ronan and Priso Mbange as your defensive midfielders with Rosenberry and Gutman playing as outside midfielders, outside wing backs at times, and right back and left back, let's be honest, for most of this match. Um, Tavares was their playmaker and up top, all alone, all lonely, uh, was Rubio and Navarro kind of on an island. That's what their lineup was. Of course, didn't take long for us to, to, to take initiative in this match, and it got rather interesting rather quickly. And I don't know about you, but I love when we kick games off this way. It's just absolutely beautiful. So I'll throw this to Tony, sir. How did things go in the first half? Well, it started off quickly in the fifth minute with Kalini getting a yellow card. Um, it was a very quick one. And I, was, I was just like, we watched it. It was just a hard, bad foul, but it was not even really a foul. So it was just like, okay, this is how it's going to be for this game, which the referee kind of not necessarily lost control of the game, but lost control of the game near the end. But not even 14, but 14 minutes later, goal by Bogus. Uh, right foot shot. From left side of the box, assisted on a fast break by, of course, Carlitos Vela. And not even 10 minutes later, goal by Carlos Vela. A shot at the bottom left corner and assisted with a through ball by Ilya Sanchez. And about five, uh, six, seven minutes later, Mr. Ryan Hollingshead uh, with a cross slash shot in into the goal and um to score of course assisted by Wanga and that kind of pretty much sums up the first half with of course two yellow cards one with for Palencia with for the bad foul and then uh Tarvis with another yellow card but overall we went into the half 3-0 of course uh when we were up 2-0 I was like just give me one more goal please just give me one more goal I don't want to experience <laughs> Montreal all over again and we got it so I was somewhat happy but we still had a full another half to go through yeah um you can't say much beyond being impressed after that first half. Yes, there were opportunities missed like crazy, and it was a little frustrating to see how many would get missed, but how many goals do you want, right? 
Um, <clears throat> it could have been seven nothing that first half. It was it was crazy how 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 we were breaking them down and making it kind of easy in a way. And every time they try to do something back to us, dude, it was trouble for them. Every time, just the, the counterattack, especially from Buang on his side, were just rather epic. Let's be honest. I mean, he was flying in this match. Um, turning heads like crazy. It was it was beautiful to watch. Um, center back of Keelini and Long kind of gave you the heads up as to what was going to happen against Charlotte in the weekend where uh, Keelini was in there to be a warrior and take the next day off, and, and he was a warrior. Um, absolutely brilliant on the day. I get why he got the yellow card. And everybody's like, what? So early at the yellow card? I mean, he did lose control of the play. He had no other option except the foul, which last time I checked was a professional foul. Um yeah, it is. It's life, guys. Um, you don't want to see it go that early, but he, he was caught up on the play. He made up for it later, especially in the second half with some of the wild stuff he pulled off. But I get why he got it. Um, yeah, uh, pretty good run. Bam, your thoughts from the first half? Um, I actually didn't see any of the game. I was listening to it in the car because I was out doing some stuff with the other half. So she's like, I want to go to the garden shop. Okay, it's an hour away. I'll drive. I'll listen to the game. Um, so from everything that I heard, we were just balling all over the place, and for me, it was a great to hear. Yeah, no, it, you know the flow. The flow was good. I think the other guy we have to mention, of course, he ended up with man a match at the end of the game. But but Bogus and his work rate in that first half, um, I have a hard time seeing him out of the lineup at this point. The way he's playing, it, it's just he's comfortable. He's in his real role now. We can see that. I felt bad, you know, for the assessments we were making on him on the early days when he was playing way higher than he's comfortable with, but he did it for the sake of the team. Now we see a different story when he's playing his actual role. Uh, we got another, it feels like a steal with this guy knowing what he's got and the upside from him. It's good. It's real good. Um, Aricella, your, your thoughts about the first half? I think in the first half, it was very dynamic, especially, you know, just how you pointed out with uh, Bogus. Now that we're finally seeing him in his real position, if you will, and getting to see his confidence and how he's blending with Tillman and Sanchez, it was very reassuring to watch. And um, just overall, you know, very dynamic and maybe in a weird way, having the match being rescheduled giving them those extra days of rest really benefited them. Extra rest, better field conditions. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, we were better off. I know it's a Wednesday. You see how we are today. But for the sake of the team, it's okay. We'll take it. We got a nice win. Um, we'll talk about what happened in the second half. But, yeah, you could see a, t- a rested LAFC versus – a busy, busy LAFC is, is like two different teams. It is Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, so we'll throw it. So Tony, all right, let's get to those second half highlights, sir. So the second half starts off with um, substitution straight off the bat. Uh, Acosta comes in for Tillman. And the Rapids also make two substitutions with Terrace coming out or coming out and Harris coming in. And Abu... Bakar. Bakar, Abubakar going uh, going out for uh, and going in and going in is uh, Galvin. So, uh, pretty much it was a very honestly, you could say this is kind of like the first, like a, a more what a first half should have been like. It's very tit for tat foul, just very aggressive. Colorado was playing with no like 
no regard for other players' health because they were going in hard. Like there was a couple of times, like I thought someone was gonna get injured off this game, um, but f- um, fortunately, no one did. And but bef- uh, and in the eighty-third thir- minute, after three tries, Christian Oliveira scores his first goal for LAFC and at the right side of the box to the center of the goal, assisted by Buongo, of course, and that pretty much wraps it up because there were seven minutes of additional time, which I didn't even know how much time it was. I was like, just call the whistle. The game's over. It was like, at this point, it was like, it was just overkill. But congratulations to Mr. Oliveira for his first goal, and hopefully it's going to be the continuation of more goals coming forward. Yeah, you know, good finish, good work rate that he put in when he came in. He looked the part. Definitely, he looked like he already fit into the system. He's got it figured out. Um, you know, the comparisons to Brian Rodriguez, I think, died in the first few minutes of his play. Uh, there definitely takes a very different approach to it. It's much more, I'd say, humble uh, in the way he approaches the game, where he where he distributes better. Um, he looks for the short passes, not always the long cross, not always the run to the line, um, but he options his play which is good, uh, which is essential. So uh, good to see him get his first goal. Uh, good on Bowanga to keep going after the nonsense he put up with in the second half. I got to be honest. I think he got hosed twice in this game. Um, maybe the outside was an outside, but I don't know about you guys. That chip should not have been called back. Uh, I think it's absolutely atrocious. Um, I think, again, this was a referee playing the score more than the game itself. Because I don't know if you're impartial, I can't see how that how that gets called back. I have no freaking clue. I'm at a loss. Um, that has a world class finish, man, and I just feel like we got ripped off on the play. Tony, I'll throw it back to you. Your thoughts on the Boanga uh, situation? Because honestly, he got ripped out of a hat trick in this game. Yeah, it was. Um, that was a. If I remember right, it was a called back because of a foul on the play. Mm-hmm. If I remember wrong, one of them, and I was just like, huh, but. Again, it was, we're not the referees. We don't see what they see. But again, pro being pro and there's nothing you can do. You just play, play the field the best you can. And hopefully the bounce is going for you because we can go on and on and on for days of so many calls that are not calls, yellow cards that are not yellows, yellows that are not supposed to be yellows and so on and so forth. So yeah, unfortunately, Boanga did, did not get that goal. And, but He'll make it up in the next game, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. And I, I said hat trick. I meant brace. There goes me. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it felt bad for him on the play. I mean, he did he did become the provider anyway, uh, doing what he does. But yeah, I mean, he was he was lights out all game, and one of the big reasons why. So uh, yeah, on the game itself, um, high notes. Yeah, uh, some of the new boys. Low notes, our number nine still hasn't found the net. <laughs> um, you know, now it's two games in, and you could tell he, he needs it. Um, but it'll come because the runs are right. He's in the right spots. And so it'll just, you know, he won't kick it directly at a goalkeeper, I think, next time. Hopefully, hopefully he'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, there is that. Um, oh, we lost Bam for a few minutes there. But I'll go back to you, Araceli. Um <sighs> say your overall assessment on the bounce back match after what happened against Monterey. Um, I think overall, you know, 
Of course, we you know we love to see LAFC always pull off the win, no matter who they play. And I think coming off of that loss with Monterey also gave them that extra boost of energy of okay, you know we we lost Monterey, we're out of the league's cup. Now it's time to focus on the real thing. At least that's what I'm hoping the conversations would be. So again, you know, looking at the the match overall. They definitely look very in tune with themselves, even though, granted, Rapids have been doing fairly horribly this season. But with all that being said, I'm very impressed with the performance that we saw. In reality, I think it should have been 6-0. to zero, But, I mean, hey, what are you going to do? So, uh, it, overall, it was a great result. There it is. Um, yeah, right. Take it for what it is. Tony? So... We're- <laughs> and don't want to be Debbie Downer on a win, but we have to talk about this since we are talking about 10 games left to wrap up a either second place or first overall in the West. Missed opportunities. There was a lot of them in this game, and I've kind of broken down it to more A, we're too excited and we don't think about it and we over, we we act too quickly. Or the other, the other, the other thing that's been going on as well is we overthink it and act too, and we act too late, and that's how what happens with most of the goals. Because yes, um, Oliveira did score his first goal, but he had multiple chances to score before that, and it was him being overly excited and shooting too early. Like there's one, I believe the one goal that I um, mean. Casey talked about was like he pointed out is that you know all he had to do was wait for the goalie to make the mistake because he was already on the floor and yep. he, the Oliveira kind of at, like made the move before the goalie made the mistake and you know easy easy save for him and of course same thing with Boanga there's a couple of opportunities where it would have been a beautiful goal because there's many beautiful plays but that's like it would have been world class but it just goes back to we just got to get these we have to nip these in the bud because as much as I do love winning 4-0, I'd rather win 1-0, but we made that opportunity when it came upon us. Yeah, you know, you can't be wasteful. Against Charlotte, maybe you can be wasteful, but other teams is not going to be the story. Um, I can tell you the next two home games we have, if you're wasteful like this, you're not going to get the right result. It's that simple. You have to be efficient. If we get wasteful like this against Carson again, man, no, we don't need that. It's got to be better. Um, all right, so that brings it, of course, to our three stars of the game. Who our featured players were? Who's the ones that stepped up? Bam! Where are we at on three stars, sir? On three stars from all the fans, and thank you for everyone for tweeting in all that kind of stuff. Um, we actually had a tie for second place, so I've given them both two points each because I thought they deserved that. So for the tie for second, so it'd be no one point for third, just tie for second for two points each is Bwonga and Vela and the three points from the fans goes to Bogus. now for me yeah. personally <laughs> me personally I'm going to go um, Bogus three three votes Bwonga two votes and Vela one vote there it is there's Sally um, I give three points to Oliveira for the goal on his debut Two points to Bella, and one point. Hmm. Give it a Holland's head. Hey, the goal scorers. 
the cross scores. There we go. Dig it. Tony. Uh, three points for Buanga, just because he was really the factor in this game with assists, goals, everything, just bringing the pres- the pressure on Colorado. Uh, second would probably be Bogus, and third was a tie for me between with uh, Oliveira and um, Hollingshead. There we go. All right, guess it brings it to me. Um, I'll give my three points to Bogush on the day. Um, God, essential in the midfield. Absolutely critical. Um, two stars to Buanga because, honestly, our counters wouldn't have been effective without the man. Um, absolutely brilliant on uh, all over the place. And, again, he should have had two on the day. It wasn't his fault. That's life. Um, third star, that's the hardest choice because I could go with Vela. I could go with Chiellini. Because honestly, we were so stable in the back. Um, really hard to go with. Um, I'm going to give it to Chiellini because honestly, I was happy with him for the full 90 minutes. And he actually played a full 90 minutes and didn't look like he was going to lose anything in this. So uh, Chiellini gets my one point this week. We love you, Vela. We do. And and again, you could be first star every week. We get it. But gosh, spread some love. Um, all right. So that's our three stars. I guess it's time to go talk about the convo where everybody's at on this. Bam, do you want to talk about your reactions to the match? We're going to go right to everybody else on this. Um, my reactions for the match was, although we did miss a lot of chances, um, the fact that we kept pushing, we didn't fall back, we just kept going for it and shooting. For me, that is what I think kept us in it a lot. Like as Tony said, I would like to just win one nil with that one beautiful shot and set up and that kind of stuff. But at the same time, no, I'm happy to keep giving licenses to shoot as long as we keep winning. Get the results, move on. It's a simple sport. One more than the other guy. That's all you got to do. Um, sounds easy. Not easy, but yeah, there's that. All right, let's take it to the supporters. See where they're at. You're the reason why we're here, guys. So let's see what you got, what your reactions are right now. And, of course, anything you guys want to throw out there, let's do this. Um, Lola S. is on. We've got Soccer USA saying, I'm loving the BTS midfield. Yes, I'm loving the midfield. I'm not sure I want to go with BTS, but I get you. I get you. Um, Let's see. Q Cardi says, popping in to mention Bogush, bangers, big ball, and always that right-footed far post curve. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, he does it so well. So I guess Vela's the left po- le- the left-footed uh, far post, and now he's the right-footed far post. So uh, weapons from everywhere. Uh, Saki Use says, has Lorenzo de Avalle uh, I hope I said that correctly. Uh, arrived to LAFC two yet? What do you know about him, Aristotle? Have you heard anything about Lorenzo? Um, he has arrived. He arrived two weeks ago, I believe, and he has been present at the LAFC two games, but he's still unavailable to play. Um, still waiting for his P one visa to go through. Man, that's tough. Why it takes so long? Annoying. But ah, uh, thank you for the update on that. Hopefully, we, I guess I guess they're gonna get eliminated anyways. But are there? You know, we'll go, we'll go, we'll cover it more. That's for sure. But yeah, we want to see him play. Uh, Q Cardi says Mario needs some polishing. Man, f- four missed opportunities from not including the offside goal. I know, right? I was it was it was frustrating because like 
we call him Pistolero. We see all these highlights of this dead eye kind of player, and then he comes in and he's smashing the ball right into the goalkeeper from close range rather than just put it next to next to the dude's ankles or yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Um, I can't help but think that he's just trying to catch up with the with the speed of our top line and the way we operate. Because uh, I don't know, it's kind of hard to try to mimic anything Bolanga does these days because he's dudes on fire. Um, I just, you know, all we need is finishing. That's all we need. It'll work. We'll see what happens with him. Uh, Junior in the mix says Mario had the hat trick that never happened. That's true. <laughs> oh, yes, that's true. Um, Sakura says, is Margol saving his goals for when we play Barca? I mean, Messi. I mean, Miami. I mean, I mean, I mean, Beckham, whatever. Yeah, that show. Um, the Chosen Ones. We'll see how it goes. I, I, yeah, I might as well save it for that because we're going to need it. That's for sure. Uh, Luis M. Arroyo says, match was great. Gonzalez needs more time to adapt. Don't think he should start. Give him time in the second half. Right? I mean, we got some kids that were, were, were looking pretty good in the lead up to this thing. And Colorado would have been a nice game to see some of the kids get minutes. But it is what it is. Um. Oh, yes. Soccer USA, thank you for bringing him up. Uh, he says, thoughts on Krastev. Uh, dancing around Colorado defense, the kids, the real deal. He is the real deal. I mean, he's already got the polish. Like, I honestly, like there's, he looks so comfortable out there. He just does. And he purposely takes, like, you could tell, like he knew fouls were coming and rather than dancing around it. He's like, yeah, forget it. We'll take a reset and he'll hit the ground and he gets the call because it is what it is. The guy's going to foul him anyways. Uh, but he braces for it. He knows it's coming. Uh, just little things like that where, or he sees the moment. He'll reset as necessary. He's a smart kid. He's got the skills to boot. So, uh, again, good one on John for finding this player. Good one on Bogus as well. Um, they're they're showing it already. Um, so far, so good. The only guy we're waiting for to get production is our number nine, right? And if he does, then, then every deal so far has looked pretty darn amazing. So, I know. They've only been here for a short time. But it looks good. Uh, I'll throw it over to Tony, man. How impressed were you with CrossDev? Um, he did pretty well. Like I said, they still, we still have time to mesh with all the new players. I know everyone wants them to just like, how do I say, just like be an impact quickly. But with our system, and as you've always known, as we've all known, and with our system, it takes a while for a, for a player to, to get into it because we have a very structured system. We don't just, no, we no longer just, um, how do I say this? We no longer pretty much rely on just one player. We try to use everyone to their full advantage and everything. Yes, Bawanga is that one player right now, but if push comes to shove and we need something else, the other players will step up and, you know, take in that spot when he is shut down. Right. And Krastev does that, right? We have the, we have the tools. Um, it's nice to have depth, right? It's nice to have depth. Uh, Marvin Mejia says, I hope we can get the Campeones Cup and MLS Cup. Um, I got to be dead honest with you. Like, Campeones Cup is the least of my worries right now. I know we got to play it. I know we got to do it. But I'm a little over the international stuff at the moment. I, I don't want to be. I do want that trophy. But, man, I think it's just one of those things where it's like one more. <laughs> that we, you know, because just, I don't know. We got beat up in these few, so it's tough to take. Uh, how about you guys? Your thoughts on Campiona's Cup? I'll go to you, Bam. Are you even like registering that, or is it all about the playoffs at this point? 
may or may not have totally forgot about it, but sure. <laughs> yeah, and of course it's Tigres who we're gonna have to play. And um there's one player in there with a big mouth. I would like to take him down. Just leave it right there. Um, that's probably all I'll give to those dudes because forget it. Uh, we'll take them on. We're ready for them. We're ready for them. That's the way I say it. I'm, I'm a little more concerned or a little bit more intrigued by the Miami and Carson matches coming up because we've got revenge on our minds um, and can humble some people and pretty much end their seasons. We could end both of them, I think, because um, they're both way in the back in the pack. Um, so you could really set them back. And if we can help prevent Miami from getting into the playoffs itself, um, that's good news for pretty much the world. Uh, <laughs> not the money guys, but for the competition, we don't need them to go crazy. Uh, just saying. Uh, Q asking if fall is still with us. He is still with us. He was in warmups. He, he's fine. He's with us for the rest of the season, at least. Um, and he's not, he's not honestly, I'll go to you, Bam. Like, I think you're going to tell him what you're going to tell him. So go for it, dude. Um, going by everything I find, he's not out of contract end of the year. He's not going to become a free agent end of the year. So he's still with us for the for a bit foreseeable future, unless he does get sold off or loaned out again. Yeah. And has he, has he played in a way that would earn that? Not at the moment. He's been doing all right with the LFC two in the games he started there. Yeah, it's LFC two though. You know, like he he's not able to break the lineup at at the top side, and that that affects it. It does. When he left us, he was scoring goals, right? He was he was featuring for the top the top team, had his moments, but he's still featuring. Now he's just kind of a guy that warms up, and maybe he gets in late in the game, maybe he doesn't. Very different role at the moment. It's hard. It's tough. Uh, I'm going to go over to Soccer USA. He says, uh, with Kike coming in hot, Buke's going to have to step up. I like Buke as a super sub anyways. I think we're all in that same boat. Buke has grown on all of us. I think collectively can say that. And he's finally finding kind of his role in the squad. And now with the depth, limited minute role, but honestly a good limited minute role because you could see how he's running those dudes. So, yeah, I think that's where he is in the moment. But he's a young kid, so I guess that makes sense. Uh, I throw this right over to Bam. I mean, that's kind of why he came in in the first place, right? It wasn't like this full-time starter type. No, no. But you look at it too is he has a lot of stuff that you can see he can get better at. So he will eventually become that starter. Then it becomes a battle of who do you start? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was it, he's a gamble. We knew he was a gamble coming in. He was highly touted, but he's a project player. That is what he is. So the guy with limited minutes kind of makes sense. It does. Um, Soccer USA also says, also of note, now that we have a true nine playing up top, it seems to have a tough time parking the bus. They can't. Like, honestly, the the <laughs> the passes that we were doing were, were you'd see a whole shift of bodies go this way and that one trailing attacker from a distance where it's just a deep pass would just go right to him. There were a few times where it could have really broken off, and and I don't care who your defense is, if they're going to be doing those kind of feigned runs and that kind of passing with a target man in the middle for that that winger to come back to after getting that killer pass, dude, forget it. I mean, if if our number nine starts finishing with those breakthrough plays, yeah, it's, we're going to make a run. 
but we got to get there and he's got to get there too uh that that's it true nine's got to make it happen uh, if he does good for everybody uh luis emeroy wants to talk about Dwayne S. he says loving Dwayne S. guy plays with heart he knows he, he's at a disadvantage with height but finds a way to use his body uh and ball control to make up for yeah the one benefit of of height and if you're one of the shorter players out there low center of gravity and you can really take advantage of that and if somebody does try to to bundle you bundle you over um, it's a little more on the obvious side. You could definitely sell a little better if an oversized player comes into you. Um, so he is that guy, you know, he's willing to take those hits. He's willing to, to do what he has to do to switch the ball around. And I'm with you. I'm, I'm very impressed with the kid. He, he just keeps doing it, doing the job. Uh, Luis Amaroyo says winning Campionas cup comes with silverware should be important to the team. Says since we are playing a team, we lost, uh, in the Congo champ. You know, I would hope I didn't go too badly off on this, but the comments made by certain individuals that run this team suggest that we're not entirely sure which ones are valued and which ones are not. <laughs> I'll just say it like that. Um, I don't know where the club's at on this one, honestly. I don't know if it's going to be a cycled lineup for that match just to go through and worry about the playoffs. Can't I can't honestly say that they're they're enthused about it. It's just a game we have to play. And I sadly, you know, if if you're if you're looking at building minutes in a in like a cup tournament, right? What's this one gonna be like? So that's where my head's at right now. Maybe I'm alone in that, but you know, I want to win Civil War II, but I'm not sure how dedicated to that silverware our club is at this moment. I hope they are. I hope they are. Uh, Roberto Espinosa says, yes, let's go. David Day with the thumbs up and LFG from, uh, Gerardo Rios. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Um, like I said, I want to win a trophy. I'm not sure where that guys are at, what their focus is at this point. I'm pretty sure they're trying to take top in the West and make things good for themselves that way. Um, and at what, you know, at what point after that? So we shall see. Uh, all right, guys, thank you for your comments. Dig it. Keep it up. We'll hit you guys in the second half as well. Um, again, always encouraged to hear what you guys have to say. Love the takes. Guess what, guys? It is community news. Let's move on to that. Tony, what you got from the community, sir? Um, so in community news, of course, there is the Mo Facio Futsal Court that still needs to be built. If you can donate anything you can, um, just go to LAC.com slash mo facio um donate a dog donate whatever you can um just try to get this field built as fast as we can i know times are tough but just a dollar whatever you can donate you know if you have it you have it i know it's understandable it's hard but on top of that we also have some other um community that's going on about um i'll start with lafc um we are doing be the force for good and donate blood join us at bmo next monday and help combat the blood shortage in Los Angeles. Um, all blood donors will be emailed a $10 gift card to a movie merchant of their choice. So, you know, give some blood back. You get a pretty much like a good, good amount for a movie ticket on a Tuesday or, you know, popcorn or whatever you need. Um, and the other one that was brought to my attention and I posted on my personal socials and also the Hard OC social is, um, is home for a, for a former foster youth. So it's pretty much do your part to prevent homelessness by help us raise money to create a welcoming space for a former foster youth 
moving into their first home. Um, your support will enable us to transform um, empty walls, rooms into a fully formed, functional place of joy for deserving young adults. So, um, link. I'll put the link link in our um, in our stories and stuff like that. So, donate wherever you can. It's done by one of our good friends in TSG, and it's pretty much a good. It's a good community. Like most of the people who are homeless or at at risk usually use this up until they're twenty six and into college. To help them you know continue living a normal life the best they can because of you know unfortunately homelessness is hard for not just adults but child especially so whatever you can donate they, you know they we're almost hitting the goal of what they need so um keep donating and help you know help the youth grow and become a better person and make a better world let them take flight ultimately and get that first step right that's that's key not being not being stuck in the debt or the, the negative situation that you know getting started and already in the hole so this helps that's for sure uh lafc2 update we're gonna go to araceli next here we go <laughs> before i get straight into the lafc2 quick shout out to our u17s who defeated atletico madrid two to one today in the liga mx international tournament they are still participating in this tournament this was their fifth game fourth win out of five games Unfortunately, I can't tell you too much about the tournament itself because I have tried to look up details, which I cannot find. So if anybody knows any additional information, please share that with us. But aside from that, on LEFC2, this past weekend, they fell in Denver 4-0 after a two-hour weather delay and have been eliminated from the playoffs race. Um. Aside from that, Noah Dillenmeyer, he was loaned to USL side El Paso Locomotive FC for the remainder of this season, which is going to be a big hit to LAFC too because he was a crucial part of that back line. But, you know, the team trudges on as they host Real Monarchs tomorrow. It's a 7 o'clock kickoff. If you're unable to make the game, it will be streamed on Apple TV. And as I've always said in the past, even with the team, you know, being eliminated from playoffs contention, I still highly recommend going out there and giving them your support. The boys, they are finally starting to gel as a team. Unfortunately, you know, it was just too late in the season for them. But it's always great to go and watch the future, essentially, because we have been seeing a lot of them uh, be placed on the LAFC roster from time to time. Other league news, we are officially one month from decision day, and three teams have already clinched a playoff spot, which are the Rapids 2, Crown Legacy, and the New England Revs. So things are really starting to kick off in the world of MLS Next Pro. Uh, again, as I've mentioned in the last show, you know, keep track of the socials if you want to stay updated with the league. And really, I mean, it's just uh, very interesting to keep track, especially with a lot of these young players now being signed to the first team. These could be potentially players that LEC will face next season. Or, or that we could purchase. <laughs> that too. Uh, <laughs> Poach, yes, we might do that. We'll make a deal. We'll make a deal. 
But hey, um, again, good for the league where it's at right now, bad for us. I'm happy for Noah. He's going to get to play uh, competitive matches and potentially uh, playoff ball for them, right? I mean, they're they're still in the running. So uh, he needs those matches, and, and what he can do in Fullerton, it's limited at this point. He might as well go to a team that's a little more functional as a unit um, and get some competitive matches in. So that's good. Good for him. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's definitely future of our side, so uh, good that you make that happen. All right, and then, dude, beating Atletico Madrid, that's wild, right? I mean, kids, no kids, that, dude, that's that's impressive. So, If you look at the teams that the U-17s have been playing lately, they, they're really <sighs> impressive teams. With one yeah. of, of, like, the first one was Monterey, which they defeated, so... I wish I knew more about this tournament because now I'm very curious on what they're playing for exactly. Get this funny feeling our U17s would probably like (laughs) beat our LAFC2 team at this moment. Um, (laughs) They're all going to be be part of it next year. (laughs) Yeah. So things look promising at that level that things could get better for the next one. So, uh, yeah, it's good news. That's for sure. All right. Uh, I guess that means it's time for the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. And I think we were all a little bit uh, well, today after watching that video out of San Diego uh, with San Diego Loyal um, bowing out at the end of the season. Of course, the good news of of Podfather Jerry Jimenez uh, getting picked up by San Diego FC, original name, right? Um, working for Tom Penn. We kind of had San Diego on our minds. Uh, I'm not going to lie. So... We're going to throw it out there. Uh, Jerry threw out a song to you guys on his last ever episode hosting the Heart of LAFC, and that was uh, My Town uh, by Bucko9. Album was 28 Teeth. Um, So I'm figuring, you know, out of respect for the loyal um, and what they could do down there and and, and where it's going to go now, um, that's our choice for the Vinyl Club album. Like, what? 90s ska? Yeah, we're going 90 Scott, people. I know it sounds like America's Funniest Home Videos at times, but hey, man, it's cool, dude. Uh, uh, my youth definitely served right there. But uh, again, good luck to Jerry. Hoping nothing but the best for the loyal um, and their supporters. I know this feeling, guys. It sucks. It hurts. Um, I can just say that better days might be ahead with the new side. Um, don't close off from that. Um the opportunities you could learn could actually be better off in the long run. So, uh, yeah, um, tough to transition that way. I feel for you guys, um, but definitely take the opportunities ahead because I think you'll probably end up being better off at the end of it. And the journey, let's be honest, for us LAFC folk has been pretty damn awesome since we've made the transition for some of us um, to this world. So, Tom Penn's over there, guys. Trust me, you're in good hands. It will be fun. Um, Fair enough, right, guys? Good enough for the Vinyl Club Minute? Ready to move on to the next? Let's do that. Let's talk about it. Um, Of course, I think before we're going to talk about Charlotte, though, uh, let's get into the Magic Numbers game. I know Bam's got the numbers here, so let's talk it out, man. We've got 10 games to, to go, all to play for. So that's right, Bam and the Magic Numbers. We're back, guys. We're doing it. All right, go for it, brother. Uh, so for the magic numbers, um, for us to finish ninth, we need six points. For us to finish eighth or and seventh is seven points. 
For us to finish fourth, fifth, or sixth, we need eight points. For us to finish third, we need nine points. And for us to finish second, we need 10 points. Now, we cannot finish... We can still finish top of the West, but it's not up to us. Right. We need St. Louis to... We need St. Louis to drop. That's what we need to um, finish top in the West. Now, top overall, uh, where was it? I had it here a minute ago. I cannot find it now. I'll just throw this. With numbers or not, man, that looks like it's a bridge too far. I got to be honest. Supporter Shield this year? I don't know, man. We'd have to run the table at this point. Right? Yeah, I think I mean, yeah. think for Supporter Shield, it's pretty much over and done with at the moment. Yeah. I'd get to the West. Let Cincinnati take like the Supporter Shield. You all know they're going to tank anyway. That's what happens to teams like that. We have this experience, people. Um, and then we'll, we'll just take top in the West. And if we just get – even if we're second in the Shield race, right, or – just as long as we have more points than whoever represents the East, who cares, right? Take the West, get to the final. And, hey, if we have to go on the road for a final, I mean, you you know how we are. We'll invade that place anyway. No matter the cost, we'll be there. Except Miami, that might be like the price of a car. But um, then again, we'll find a way. We always do. So, uh, yeah, let's do it, guys. I just, again, home field advantage in the West is the essential. You need that. You need that also calendar wise i believe it's what december 9th is the mls cup final so even though there's only 10 league games left we got a long way to go before this thing's all over so uh sprint to the playoffs and then wait a long ass time as the playoffs just drag on through that's how it's done in this league that's how it was last year we'll do it again uh, all right, so we got your magic numbers down. We will keep you updated on the magic numbers as we get closer and closer and closer because we at the heart of LAFC have an addiction to the numbers. We really do. If you remember last year, it's just it's what we are. We have new graphics, man. It's something we really do, but that's us. That's our things. We love our numbers. All right, now, first game to affect those numbers at this point, LAC at Charlotte. That's right. We're going to the turf, folks. We're going to a football stadium far, far away. A place that actually gets real hurricanes from time to time. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte, baby. All right. Uh, games on Saturday, 4.30 p.m. kickoff. LAC is going in with an 11-7-6 record. Charlotte with a 6-8-9 record. Kind of all over the place this season, having good moments, bad moments, but the last few were not so great. Right, Tony? No, they are not. Um, their run of form at the moment is... Um, pretty well, except for the last game, which of course they ended up losing to Miami 4 0 in League's Cup. Uh, other than that, huh? Yeah, they got a less in that game, they got a real yeah, good ex- in that game, exactly. Other than that, up, and, up until then, they they won against Dallas, uh, in a penalty shootout. Um, they beat Nagasa, uh, 4 1, they beat Grisud in a penalty shootout. And they beat uh, the Houston Dynamo two one. So besides the the messy experiment, as we'll call it, it was all good until then. Yeah, I mean, again, the wheels came off because while well, you're playing Messi FC um, or Inter Messi, Inter Messi, 
sounds so weird, but okay, we'll take it. Enter Messi. Um, yeah, and now standings-wise, of course, they're chasing. Uh, they might get eliminated from the playoffs. We're one of those teams that could, could make it real bad for them. From looking down the line, we got what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, but twelfth place right now. That doesn't get you into the playoffs. So uh, <laughs> they got to get up to ninth place, and that means they got to pass up teams like the Red Bull, DC United, and Chicago and Montreal, looks like. So they're chasing only at 26 points. going to be tough for them, really tough. Of course, on our end, it's pretty nice, right? We got 40 points, 24 games played, positive 13. St. Louis, the team we're chasing that we thumped, remember that? Um, they got 44. So it's going to take us two, two match days to get back to these guys, and hopefully they tank. But that's where we're at right now. So we got to win. Uh, that's the story. Now, looking at our form, of course, everything looked good until the Monterey match, right? Okay, everything looked good until halfway through the Monterey match. Shall we say it that way? Um, and, and then that one humbled us real good. But we're back into it, and the 4 nothing ain't so bad uh, to get back on track. Now, team stats, I'll say this. They score goals, we score goals. We've got 38, they've got 30. It's the goals against. This is wild. We've allowed only 25 all season. These dudes have allowed 40. 40. Uh, that's a lot of goals dropped, man. Um, especially when you only played, what, like 24 games? Ooh, yeah, that's that's some wild stuff going on there. So um, good that we get to play these guys because our offense is clicking right now. So, yeah, bring it. Uh, good news on that end. That is for sure. Um, looking at, at potentials. Bam, I'll throw it to you before we look at lineups. Who's in? Who's out right now? Uh, for us, um, obviously, going by our last game, I would expect the two players to miss for us again. For Charlotte, um, former LFC keeper Pablo's out with a back injury. Uh, Melanda's out. Uh, Completi's out. And Derek Jones are out. There's all the ones I can find are out. Mind you, that list hasn't been updated since last sunday so i expect them to be out if not questionable for this game yeah yeah so it should be interesting there because they have a few names out of course the most recognizable name should still be there right uh carol swiderski he is available right yep yeah now 20 games played only seven goals score even though he's the big star the production this year ain't the same as last um after that it, it, it kind of drops off four goals from from Copetti and Justin Miram, the guy that kind of jumps from team to team, three goals on the season. Not where they need to be at, that's for sure. Um, assists are kind of spread. You got Vargas, Lindsay uh, with five, Miram with six. Yeah. Um, interesting times for them. In terms of lineups, what to expect from them. Last time they went against Messi, right? They played a 4-1-4-1. I can't help but think that playing against what we have going on, knowing that you have to overload midfield to even survive against us, I'd kind of expect the 4-1-4-1. I don't, I don't think they're going to go away from that. Um, the lineup in that last game against Miami, Swarovski, of course, was up top. Uh, Westwood was your defensive midfielders with Bronico and Arfield as your, as your playmaking midfielders. They had Bender and Josviak as your outside midfielders. Their back line... Uh, was anchored by Privet and Malanda. Lindsay was your right back. Uh, awful. That name is wild, man. Awful was your left back. Um, and then Kalina was in goal. Bam, I go to you on this one. I don't think we're going to see much different than this, right? 
that's the lineup that they played the last game, which was August 11th. So that's a good two weeks away today. Yeah. So for me, yeah. that's that's the strongest lineup they've got. So that's what we we expect to see. Yeah, I mean, you might see what Patrick uh, Agamiang, not Agamiang, people, um, might get into the game as well. I mean, honestly, they're not very deep. <laughs> that's that's what I get from this team is is depth ain't there, and once you take the starting lineup, things kind of fall apart quickly for them. I'm not saying we should just go in there and get the win. We know we're playing on turf, and we don't have good history on turf. Just think Vancouver people. Um but we're capable. Um, and if you're going to get points on the road and max points on the road, this has to be one of those games. It definitely has to be one of those games. Am I big worried about those guys? No, I'm more worried about our health. Um, if I want to talk about tells and potential lineups for our side, I would say this. If Keeling had played 90 minutes, it's because they know they're not going to play this weekend. Safe bet, right, Pam? Yeah, easily. If Keeling is knowing <laughs> you're going to be playing... I don't even think he would travel. I don't think so either. I don't think he dresses for this thing. Uh, no point in it, to be honest. Get ready, come back here, get rested, um, be ready for the next. Now, looking at the lineups, guys, um, I'm going to go to you, Araceli, and we're going to start reverse. We're going to go look at the top line, the attackers. Is it going to be the same three this time? Um, yeah. I put out the same three, Bella, Gonzalez, and Belonga. Why would it not be, right? Uh, Bam, to you, same? Yeah, easy, same. So, <laughs> Tony, same? Uh, somewhat, maybe you rest Bella and give him extra rest for the bigger game and put in Ordaz, but probably the same lineup. But again, I would say Ordaz may, may be starting, may not. Yeah, I mean... Vela on turf coming back from an injury. Tony might be on to something here uh, because of I, injury reasons. Yeah, I would play Vela for 45 minutes, the first 45. Just get him out of the, get it out of the system and get a yep. lead and move on. Yeah. Might as well. You know, the incentive, get a goal, get off the field. Good enough. Um, I kind of don't, I'm kind of in Tony's camp. I have a funny feeling that Buke's going to be there. <laughs> or the new kid, right? I mean, kid scored, so yeah. Options, let's get, baby. Let's not get too greedy like what happened last time when we lost Vela for a very important game. Yeah, because we needed a hat trick from him for what exactly? Mm-hmm. I do not know. Ugh, gonna bug me forever. All right, midfield. Last time we had Sanchez, Tillman, Bogush. I think this implies that Acosta is going to start this game. Am I wrong in this? I will go to you, Tony, first. What's your three? You're not wrong. I feel Acosta and Ilya switch out. Um, goes and then maybe Tillman starts because he did get subbed off in 45 minutes. So this could be the opportunity to do another 45 and so on and so forth. So so your prediction is Acosta, Bogush, and Tillman? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Uh, Bam, I throw it to you. What do you think? I, I agree. I agree completely. Give Ilya the rest. Acosta came in for Tillman at halftime last game, so put them on together. And Bogus deserves to play again the way he played last game. So I'm with mm. Tony. No reason to take him off. And Tillman has had limited minutes for a while here. 
he needs play. So makes perfect sense to me, Tony. It does. Um, I'll go to you, Araceli. What do you think? I'm in the same camp as well to start Bogus. He's definitely deserved it. But I think start Ilya to at least set the motion and then bring in Acosta at the half. And, of course, play Tillman. What are the chances Krasov breaks in? <laughs> Options. I don't think so. It'll be a hot time sub. 60th minute because that's the dolo time, dude. Dolo time is 60. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, Dolo like 60 or 55 to 60. Um, it, for it does, but it also does like the halftime sub. It's a free sub. True. Very true. Oh, yeah. You don't know windows to deal with, right? They just move them out, move them in. There you go. Uh, Backlines, of course, the story. Um, Chiellini and Long started last time with Palencia and Hollingshead. I think that we can all we can all pretty much bet that uh, it ain't going to be the same backline this week. Um, so, Araceli, I will have you start it off. Who are your center backs? Um, let's see. Knowing Kialini, he doesn't like to play on turf to begin with, so I definitely don't see him traveling, uh, as you all mentioned earlier. So I see Madalano taking his spot and pairing up with Long. Maldonado is going to get out of the doghouse? Is this happening? Bam I feel like it's a little overdue at this point. <laughs> I mean, he took one for the team for about a month there. Shouldn't be in the doghouse. I just think he's so tired that he needs a year off. Um, <laughs> it's so brutal. Uh, I'll throw it to Bam because Bam's shaking his head. Uh, I think I know what you're going to say, so say it. Let it rip, man. Who's your center back? Long and full. Full's young. He can play on turf. Ooh. Put him in there. He hasn't played. He hasn't started for a few games for us. Put him in there. Put him in there with Long. And then if you need to change the input, Maldonado in. I have a feeling we're going to have three separate lineups here. Because I'm going to go to Tony, and I bet it's going to be completely different. So, Tony, what you got? Rio. For my center backs, Mario and Maldonado. Um, and on the sides, if and if Valencia is back, uh, Palacios is back, Palacios and Hollingshead. But if he's not, Palencia. So the first time ever, we're going to have four separate center back pairings. This is pretty awesome, guys. I think it's going to be Mario and Long. I do. I think that's they're going to go with experience. They're going to go with speed from Mario and experience from Mario. Um, no gamble. I think that's your no gamble setup right there. Um, so Mario and Long will be my prediction. Outside backs, looking at it, I think it's going to be exactly the same. Hollingshead on the left, Palencia on the right, unless, unless Palacios is back, because I think he's a given. He's an automatic. If he's available, he's our left back. And if he becomes our left back, right back, of course, will be Hollingshead. No question about it. That's what I think it's going to be. Um, I think I could throw this over to Bam. Thinking the same thing, sir? Yeah, I'd say so. At, at the same time, no, I don't want to force... Rush him back if you need some t- more time for personal. Leave him right out. Yeah, because again, we we don't want to make any guesses here. But if the guy needs to breathe, let him breathe. It's pretty simple there. Um, Aracela, your thoughts on the on the on the outside backs? I think it'd be Holland's head and Palencia. Yeah, I think I think we're there. Mm-hmm. And then goalkeeping we can finally talk about goalkeeping and i was kind of wishing and hoping and praying that the last match that was 
was was Max's chance. It didn't happen because you just don't do that to a starting goalkeeper who's been okay. Um, but man, it would have been nice to see him. Uh, this match, McCarthy, right? I mean, I like to see our guy come back, but I just don't. I don't know, man. Uh, Bam, where are you at? Go for it. Change it up. Get, get him back. Put Max in. Put Max in. Look, McCarthy's been great. Give McCarthy a break before we go into into Messi. Give me that nostalgia tap. Come on, man. Let's yep. go. Um, I'll go with you, Tony, next. Goalkeeper? Mm, McCarthy. Nice. I was like going to say McCarthy. I was like thinking uh, about it. I was like, because it's like he's still, it's still his job to lose. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's because it's like, because then you have the question of, okay, you start Max and you have a warm up, and if he doesn't do well, so then you put back in McCarthy, and then you have this weird, he has a rest, but it's like he's out of form for a game, you know. So, just mind you, See, the next team they face, right? I mean, just think about that. Yeah, that's exactly like I mean, yeah. I know I shouldn't be looking forward, but I'm looking a little bit forward because you kind of have to a little bit. See that, that that's also what I'm looking forward to is you put Max in there, even if it's um see how he does. That way you can keep the next team on the toes. Wait, wait, they're starting Max. Does that mean Max will start, start against us? Does that mean that we're gonna get McCarthy against us? So you gotta prepare for both keepers just in case. Different vibes, that's for sure. Araceli, where you at? I mean, I, I would love to see Max back in goal. But I still have my reservations if he's ready or not for it because the last four games that he's played with LEFC two, granted they've been a little sporadic, um, he he does not seem to be a full ninety in my opinion. At least in the very beginning, he wasn't. Now, of course, I don't know what his training regimen's like and how he's been training with the team, if he has at all, but. I wouldn't be surprised if Max is starting for LFC two tomorrow. Ah, interesting thought. I, he might be, um, but he's yeah, he's traveling with the team. So I will say this: at the stadium last match, he was the warm up goalkeeper. He was the guy. Uh, he was taking the shots and warm ups. He's back. He's the number two at this point. Um, for for now. Um, so my heart says Max. My head says McCarthy. I'll just throw that out there. Uh, it's gonna be McCarthy, but man, I would just can't wait for Max to get back. I'll just leave it at that. But yeah, it'll probably be McCarthy. All right, so those are our starting lineups. Good stuff, guys. I love it. We had some variation this time. I love having a team with this with this kind of depth where we can really get crazy with it and tactical with it. And Dolo can get tactical with it if he chooses to. <laughs> um, good options. Good options, that's for sure. All right, uh, let's throw it out to the faithful here because it looks like they're ready. There's 10 comments in the lead-up, so let's see what we got. What have I missed here? Um, ooh. Oh, Soccer USA. Um, ooh, can I even talk about that? I can always talk about that. All right, Daniel Hill says, don't want to put the cart before the horse, but I was looking at the playoff schedule and noticed two weeks off before the first and second round. Is that an international break? It is. It always is. There's always an international break at that time. Um, it's one of those fluky things MLS uh, messes around with. 
but they don't play games during that break. That's the one big A break, you could say, where, where yeah, top-end teams are, are doing it. So, yeah. Um, Soccer USA, any info on any new songs or chants for the 3252? I will say it's in development. Tony, is that is that accurate in development? It's in development. Go to your local... Uh... SG leaders to find out more, and that's all I can say. Yeah, talk to your local SG. There might be something in the cards, people, uh, soon. So I'll leave it at that. I know, I know how it is. We're we're supporters. That's how we run. Um, talk to your local SG people. But yes, yes, I would say yes would be my short answer. Um, Sagi USA says, "Can we get a new coach for LASC two? Aristelli, what do you think? What do you think?" <laughs> on the spot i feel like i really can't speak to this because honestly I, I don't know what enrique's contract with lfc2 is so i mean it's possible we've seen it happen before and even with other teams this season but that's not my decision to make exactly um again she can't say it that's why i totally messed with her right now um i would say this what is he signed to do is he signed to get results or is he signed to, to develop specific players to get them ready for the a-team because those are two different worlds um it sounds jacked up but what is the purpose of lafc too but to develop for the top side and now let's be honest the guys that have been called up from lafc too have they fared well with the big team have they fared well? I think that's your big question. And I would probably say, bam, yes, right? Exactly. And you also look at, too, yeah. for, for me, what do you classify as a successful LFC2? To me, a successful LFC2 and a successful academy is how many players come through your academy that you sell for a profit. That's what makes a successful academy. Yes, you can, yes, you can sit there, win every trophy and all that kind of stuff. But if you're not making money from it, what are you really doing? Right. And look at the teams that are on top of it. How many of you guys are going to break the lineups for those teams? Honestly. So how many of you have coaching staffs that are willing to take that risk? Yeah, it's it's a different world, LAC, because it seems like we're wide open to it at the moment. We really are. Um, again, Duenas featuring <laughs> Dolan Meyer getting moved all over the place or Das scoring goals for the big side. Something going on here. Something's working here. So, yeah. And I Ryan is still with at. Germany. So. <laughs> right. Looking proper Bavarian right now. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, so I could say if a pacifier happened to find its way onto the field against Carson, how quickly would baby uh, Pooj uh, snag it? Is it just me when he does interviews? Does he sound like Bobby from Bobby's World? Uh, really? Am I wrong in this? Don't ruin one of the great cartoons. But he does sound like a Howie Mandel impression. He does. I can't help it. I Every time I hear that voice, I just go, it's Bobby's world, man. I, I can't help it now. Now, watch. Sorry, Aracely. Now it's going to get you because every time he's going to speak, you're going to be like, <laughs> again, again. Um. Dude, right? I just can't stand that dude. I don't want to talk about him. I just, ugh. there's a vibe I don't like with that dude. 
Um, Q Cardi, who plays the best of three series in playoffs position wise? What do you mean? Best of three? Oh, are we doing that this year? Playoffs yeah, don't you remember? Again? Yeah, yeah, no, it no. is getting down. Don't you remember? It's the first, yeah, first round, first round of best of three, home away home. Traumatic shutdown, that's what that was. Um, dude, I've <laughs> I've seen this league do crazy things. Um, position wise, well, I guess the number one seed still gets to take the day off, right? I mean, they don't have to deal with that nonsense early, but yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. Um, you guys want to jump in on that thing because I just I'm not digging it anyway. We got to do uh, it. Uh, number one, so we've got it up here. Uh, wild card is October 25th, 26th. Uh, seeds one to seven in each conference will automatically qualify for round one best of three seeds. Eight and nine will qualify for the playoff wild card matches. So even if you do finish top, you still going to do best of three. Ugly. That's just ugly, man. I just hate it. Too many games. Like I haven't played enough games already. We're really doing this. All right. I do like the one and dones or two two total goals. What what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Okay. Sorry, no, no, Q. No, I no. just man, I just don't I don't dig it. Yeah. it it's all gotta be the one and done. You finish higher, you get the home foot advantage. You should never have to play away. Simple. Simple. Quick, fun, interesting. Fluky at times. We're not doing that. Um, <laughs> Robert intermessy, right? <laughs> That's what I said because I, yeah. Um, all right. Soccer USA. If we were beating Miami late in the game, are all the Messi fans going to leave early? If so, could we chant the loudest? No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, we could. We definitely could. Um, but there's going to be some other nastier chance I think we'll have in mind for those, for those fools. Um, yeah, some plastic stuff going on there, but all I want, honestly, when we play them is no Barcelona jerseys, uh, no, any other jerseys except for blackout black and gold in the North end. That's all I'm asking for blackout the North end people. And I'll be happy. Um, we'll do our best to police that. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, I, it, it will have a good laugh if we do take those dudes down to see the the exodus to get parking. I guess to leave early. So yeah, uh, Soccer USA says I've said it before. I'll say it again. We struggle to f- find form when Acosta and Tillman are on the field at the same time. They both have a lack of awareness defensively that tends to hurt us. So are you suggesting that those guys are the like for like substitution situation where if it's one or the other, that's who plays? I get you on that one. It's got to work sometime, though. Something's got to gotta give at some point. Um, and I know Ilya is the glue for all of them. So we got to work that out, too, because Ilya can't live forever. And you can't always be certain that him and his age will always be in top form at all times. So 10 games to go. Got to get things right. That's for sure. Uh, Luis M. Arroyo says, anyone know what's happening with Eddie Segura? I saw he he re-signed, but I haven't seen him be called up to any games. Yeah, he's a recovery he's a recovery job. Uh, that's what's going on. Yes, and technically we we re-signed him for the twenty twenty four season, not the twenty twenty three season. So we don't get him to next season. That's the thing. Uh, I think he, he's here for medical uh, to get recovery. 
That's why we got him. You know when he's ready, he's going to be great. So they just got to get it right. That's all. They ain't going to hurry him back. Not with how many guys we have in the lineup now. Shoot. They don't have to rush him. Uh, Soccer USA, what hurt L.A. worse? Hurricane Hillary, 5-point earthquake. Uh, Colorado uh, offense. Man, I think the the one thing that actually felt real in all this was the 5.1 earthquake. Um, y'all got woke up on that. Now you're talking about strapping your, your stuff to the walls, right? Um, that one actually was felt by people and actually felt real. The other one, not so much. Colorado doesn't have an offense, so that's a myth, just like the hurricane was a little bit of a myth. There was a lot of rain. I know there was some flooding, but growing up and knowing how hurricanes can be, man, that was the mildest one I've ever seen. So, yeah, uh, I'll go with the earthquake because we need reminders of that in this town. <laughs> Uh, Roberto Spinoza, MLS knows how to ruin playoffs. They do, man. Exotic. Might as well throw shootouts into it, too. What the heck? They should have had shootouts in the League's Cup. That would have been friggin' awesome. Uh, you're gonna get stupid with it, shaking their heads, but yeah, you know. Um, last year's playoffs were so good. They were. Who doesn't like last year's playoffs? Show of hands. Who didn't like last year's playoffs? Nobody put their hands up. You see that? See that? Who did like last year's playoffs? Me, right? Across the board. Why? Not just because we won. Was it entertaining? Were you not entertained? Was it edge of your seat? It was. It were tighter games, fun games. The best of three, man, you could pretty much slough off game one and still find your way through. It's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. So I'm with you, man. They're wrecking it like they always do. Sports entertainment vibes yet again. All right. So there we are. Comments, questions, confessions. Thank you for all of it today, guys. Love it. Um, was there any of that? Yep. There we go. And a hand from Roberto. He gave his hands up. Good stuff. Uh, all right. So it is that moment, guys. The end of the episode or near to it where we thank you guys because you're the reason why we keep doing this madness week in and week out. So, of course, it's final thoughts times. Uh, I'm going to go with Tony since the man needs to rest. Lead the way, sir. Um, my final say for the moment is to say, you know, talk to your loved ones because you never know when they may pass. Um, recently in the wrestling world, we lost one of our uh, Bray Wyatt in it. So it kind of just reiterates more, especially personal or unpersonable of people who are in your life and you never know when they're gone and you never know how much time you have with them long, long term or short term. You know what I mean? Just enjoy every moment. Um, besides that, drink responsibly this weekend. I know there's going to be a lot of watch parties. Uh, I'll post it in the socials. There's a very cool event crew is doing as well um, for their watch party and they'll be popping up here and there um, as well as, you know, make sure you drink a lot of water stay hydrated and you know just stay healthy and be active that's my final say thank you sir exactly man we tomorrow is never a guarantee that's for certain that is for certain um i'm gonna go to you araceli next you have the floor um for my final thoughts i just wish everyone a fun and safe weekend whether you're going to the luc2 game tomorrow or to a watch party on saturday and just watch out for each other you know check in when you can and just stay safe 
There we go. Thank you. Uh, bam. Um, again, as, as long as, as everyone's been saying, you know, look out for each other, catch up with friends, catch up with family. Um, you know what? Hell, shoot your shot with someone. You never know what can happen. You know, Yes, Tony. Yes. <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> but no, just go out, have fun, and remember, life is precious. Enjoy yourself while you can, and go do something that you never thought you could do before. Go do it. Go have fun, and you never know what can happen from it. So just go enjoy yourselves, and we'll see you all next time. Exactly. Exactly. Get out there. We're not stuck in for a hur for for a hurra drizzle, man. We're, we're go have fun this weekend. Teams on the road gives you an opening. Go hang out with some friends. Go to the beach. I guess it still exists. It survived. Um, have a good time. That is for sure. And follow Bam's advice on this. He is right. He is totally right. Um, for me and all you guys, I will say this. I supported us. For those who have risen up like Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Um it is an awesome community to be a part of. That's for certain. And uh, I can't wait what the next branch, uh, adventure is going to bring, especially this year and all the madness going on. Um, let's do this. Let's have fun with it. And, of course, staying golden is essential. So let's move on to that, of course. Final word of the day. We'll go to Tony, the man who owns the Capo stand. Uh, he just makes it so much nicer over there. Go for it, sir. Stay golden, Los Angeles. Uh, Araceli. Stay golden. Bam. Stay golden. And uh, from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.